Hello, and welcome to the Monday edition of WordPress Coaching. My name is Angela Holden, and today I really want to talk about some terminology. Uh, some of the terminology is going to be a little broader, more related to web design. Some is, most is going to be related directly to WordPress. I have a feeling I'm not going to get through everything I want to talk about today. We only have 15 minutes, so there might be a part two on the Thursday edition of WordPress terminology. So let's get started. Um, quickly, let's cover, let's talk about what we've already covered. Last week on the first episode, we talked about posts and pages. And then on last week's Thursday episode, we talked about taxonomy, categories, and tags. So I feel like we should all be on the same page with those terms. Um, some of the broader terms, CMS. CMS stands for Content Management System. Um, there are lots of CMSs out there. That's what WordPress is. Um, you may have heard of other CMSs like Joomla or Drupal. Um, those are also free CMSs, but there are lots of private or paid CMSs also. There are lots of companies developing their own CMSs. There are um, lots of developers building CMSs for large companies. So um, there are too many, too many to count. Um, there, there are lots of CMSs. I can tell you that I have personally worked with Joomla and WordPress. Um, and that's it. I haven't worked with any other CMSs and I'm sticking with WordPress. That's, I, I like it. Um, date, what's a database? Have you heard this, heard this word? Um, so in WordPress, we have two things. We have kind of that core installation, the WordPress core installation, and that's the part of WordPress that lives on your server. So if you go sign up for a GoDaddy hosting account, um, that's where that WordPress core installation is. And then that's where your pictures are. That's where your theme files are. That's where all that great stuff is. Um, if you use FTP, File Transfer Protocol, that's a way to access your server and access your theme files. If you've ever built a child theme or, you know, you're an adventurous WordPress user, if you know what that is. Um, the database, GoDaddy also has a separate server with something called the database, and that's where the actual content lives. And then your theme files have this code called PHP, and PHP talks to the database and says, hey, database, um, I have a user that's on the about page, so show the about content, okay? And then the database go, goes ahead and shows that content. Um, it's a really nifty system. It's, uh, it's something um, that I think is really clever and a really smart way to build websites. Um, there are newer CMSs now. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are newer CMSs now. There's, there's one that I'm thinking of called Kirby, and there's another one, the name escapes me, that I actually kind of just ran into over the weekend. Um, but some of the newer CMSs are not using a database. They're actually just using another folder in their core installation to store that content, which I think is a very interesting, uh, very interesting idea. And is actually, quite frankly, something I would like to try. Um, so let's talk about some things related to themes and templates. And for the purposes of this discussion, I think the word theme or the word template is basically interchangeable. Um, the theme is, is what determines the style, the design, and the functionality of your website. 
WordPress has a core set of guidelines for what a base bare minimum theme should contain. But really, we can do anything we want as developers. We can build that theme any way we want. And trust me, I've seen them built so many different ways. And it really, your approach to theme building just depends on why it is that you're building the theme. Now, custom themes um, simply do not have the functionality that probably you're used to seeing if you're getting themes from WordPress, the free themes from WordPress, they're really stripped down. And that's because sometimes all the time in custom work, you should be making that theme as lean as possible. You should not be building more into a theme than what you absolutely need for your client and their audience and that's to keep it lean and healthy and just running really fast and smooth right but at the same time you sort of need to take into account how much interest your client has in keeping that website updated for example some clients we just know they are never going to make those changes themselves so we don't need to really try that hard to make it really super user friendly for them. If they're upfront about the fact that they're always going to pay a developer to do it, um, that honestly saves a lot of time for us as developers because we don't have to constantly worry about making sure that, that the client's going to be able to use the theme if we know they're probably always going to pay us to do the updates. Um, so there's a lot of freedom with that. And there are many, many, many situations where that's, um, that's, that's what's happening. That's just business as usual. Um, and then on the flip side of that, if you're a theme builder who wants to build themes either to give away for free or to sell as a premium theme, chances are you're thinking all the time about how the user is going to use the theme. Every possible situation um, that you want to plan for and make sure that your theme is really good and usable and provides a lot of options so the user can make a really great nice website that is unique even though they're using a theme that might be used by a hundred other people. Um, I think great themes let you change images and color and maybe you can even change up typography um, and then hopefully through those things you have something that looks you know nice and unique. Um, what are some of the elements of a theme? And really, these are just sort of elements of any website. We have a header and a footer, right? The header, generally, that's where your navigation is. Maybe you have some social media buttons. Your footer, that's the very bottom of the, of the website. And I think that we've seen this change a lot over the years. Um, but I think for the most part, a header has an image, a logo, navigation, maybe there's a search bar, maybe there's some social media buttons. The footer, generally, that's where there's a copyright statement. Um, maybe there's more social media buttons. Maybe there's a link for a sitemap. Maybe there's a link for other pages on the website. Um, an archive. What's an archive? That's usually your blog page or a category page or anything that shows a list of a list of posts. We call that an archive. Um, what's a? We've got single post, page, and page templates. I wrote down here. So single post. That's a page styled specifically for your blog posts, and then you have a page or a page template. In WordPress, we always have a default page. 
right? And that's usually a page with a sidebar. It's usually your default page. But again, that's sort of determined by the developer who's building the theme. But that's generally an accepted way to go with your default page. But then you may have other page templates, like you could have a full width page. You could have a page template that is specifically for the home page. You could, I like to do this, I like to build page templates that are specific for the contact page. And what's different about that page template is that you can have a custom widget area for the, for the contact page. So let's, let's talk about widgets now, which is under that appearance menu. Widgets are a great way to sort of drag and drop functionality most commonly into the sidebar. WordPress sort of has like their default core set of widgets, but it's very common now for theme builders to build custom widgets and they're a great way to build custom functionality that's easy for the user to change. And I really like to make a custom sidebar and a custom widget area for my contact page because often that's where my clients like to put specific contact information that they don't want to appear on every page, but they want to appear on the contact page. Um, and then we have menus. And menus are actually a very powerful part of WordPress. They not only control that main menu navigation, but as theme builders, we can build in lots of menus uh, throughout the theme. So you may have a separate menu that you can build just for the footer. You may have a custom menu that you build just for the sidebar. Um, I worked on, I'm in the process of working on a theme for a client now that had a some custom social media icons, branding icons built into a menu. Um, one, they had a, a list of maybe 10 or 15 different social media icons and all you had to do is type in the URL and it would automatically find the correct icon and, and set up this really nice list of social media icons in the footer. It was, it was actually pretty slick. I was impressed with it. Um, what's a premium theme? What does that mean? I had this conversation with a client earlier this week. I talked, I used the word buying a premium theme and she said, well, I don't think it needs to be premium, but just something that looks nice. Well, when we say premium, what we really mean is that you're paying for it. And trust me, you can pay for themes that aren't that great. Um, and you can also get free themes that look like premium themes. I mean, I have it's been a while since I had checked the, the free WordPress repository, and I was really impressed with what I was seeing um, on WordPress as far as free themes are concerned. Um, and then it's also strikingly disappointing what you can what you can pay for on a website like ThemeForest. Some of the really, in my opinion, awful themes that exist on that website. So premium really just means that you are paying for your theme. And there are premium plugins. You can buy plugins. Um, let's talk about plugins next. Plugins are how you extend the functionality of WordPress. It's one way to extend the functionality of WordPress. So again, we sort of have this core WordPress installation. And if you want to build extra functionality into the theme, you can do that with plugins. And I think a common thing that happens is that developers come up with sort of this piece of functionality 
And it works so well for them that they create a plugin and they make it available to other people. It's a really cool way to extend the functionality of WordPress and also contribute to WordPress. Um, and then I think the final thing I want to talk about here is something called a framework. What's a framework? A framework um, is, it's, um, so have you heard of this thing called the Genesis framework? The Genesis framework is a parent theme. We haven't talked about parent themes yet, but the Genesis framework is a parent theme and it's uh, it's kind of like this theme that has every possible bit of functionality that you can imagine in it. And then if you're a Genesis, uh, Genesis theme builder, what you do is you build something called a child theme for the Genesis framework. Um, parent themes and child themes are really important in WordPress. Because if you have a if you have one of those fifty or hundred dollar themes from Theme Forest, how do you customize that? Well, you don't want to change those core files, right? Because if there's ever an update to the theme, all of your changes are going to be overwritten. In WordPress, we have the ability to create what's called a child theme, and then you can make changes to your parent theme through the child theme. And then if you update the parent theme, you don't lose your changes. It's a very, very good way to develop if you're if you're working with other themes, if you're not doing custom builds. Genesis Framework is a big parent theme where you build child themes then on top of that parent theme. So if you installed the Genesis Framework, which is really just a theme, you would get a completely boring looking, plain looking, unstyled website, right? but it's packed with so much functionality, then you come in with your child theme and you basically as a developer pick and choose what functionality from Genesis you are going to offer then in that particular theme. And Genesis is just the framework that sort of comes right off the top of my head, but there are others out there. I think Genesis is a really popular one though. Um, I think that we're going to start there. We're, excuse me, stop there. I, we're definitely going to have to do a part two, but I think that we covered some of the very, very basics of WordPress terminology. Um, if you have any questions, you can send me an email at podcast at AngelaJHolden.com. Um, my website, AngelaJHolden.com. I also have AngelaHoldenDesign.com. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It was my pleasure to speak to you today. And I'll see you on the Thursday edition. Bye-bye.